I was simply, why do that if I can simply take my life now and just end it now? And if there is nothing beyond death, why should I suffer for 40 years and all do this, this circus for all this time and, and wait? So basically, I came to the conclusion that it would probably be best if I just take my life at 15 years old before even starting to get into the rat race and all of that, because I have already seen, I had already seen through the entire system. And I was just like, <laughs> there's no way on earth or in hell that I'm going to go through that. So I was looking for a way out before I even got in. I am Daniel Caleb. In truth, I am that which I choose to become. Who are you? Who do you choose to become? Greetings, Transfigured Ones, and warm welcome. Today is the first video of my Transfigured Diary. And as you may have or may not have read in my introduction, the trailer of my podcast or the description of my YouTube channel, if you haven't done that, I strongly recommend you either listen to the trailer of my podcast or the, my, the description of my YouTube channel to really get the background of why I am doing what I'm doing. So this is my personal transfiguration diary. And I have been on this earth present for 30 years and I have had a lot of different experiences, be it spiritually, physically, naturally, uh, career-wise, professionally. I have done many things which don't necessarily reflect my age, but I'm going to try to do my best to condense whatever experiences I may have had to share them with you so that you can be benefited and you can take the lessons that I have learned, my experiences and use them for your own spiritual growth, which specifically is about transfiguration. So basically all the experiences that I'm going to share on this channel, on this podcast, is about giving you my personal experiences so that you see the patterns, references, or you gain insights to help you on your own transfiguration journey. Because I myself personally have been able to be transfigured continuously into my highest heavenly version through these experiences. And throughout the years that I've been on earth, I wasn't able to share them as of yet because my heavenly father has advised me to be silent. So I have had many experiences, ups and downs, but I was never allowed to speak about them, to give my personal perspective on them because the time was not yet. But now is the time for me to finally share all of these experiences. So some people that uh, might have encountered me in the past might be very curious as to what it is I'm going to share because through all these experiences, I kept my silence. So that might be an interesting period for people to finally hear the behind the scenes of Daniel Caleb's story. So for some, it will make sense. For others, if um, you see me or hear me for the first time, it will make less sense as of now. But as you go through this 
Transfiguration Diary together, you will get what you need to have the revelations, the knowledge to grow spiritually or be transfigured, as I said initially. Today, what I want to talk about is the Genesis, my Genesis on Earth, which simply started with a cry, what the hell am I doing on Earth? That was literally what initiated my, let's say, conscious journey on Earth. Because I'm not aware of your background, but for me personally, as a heavenly being, my story, my existence started before Earth, where I was already aware what was happening before Earth. And I was very happy, like heaven is, is literally perfect, it's a beautiful place, and existence was simply a bliss until for this present time that you are in 2024 around that it was mandatory for me to be sent to earth and come back actually come back to earth to add this knowledge and revelation about transfiguration because it has to do with the present times we are in which is also like about spiritual awakening and everything so a lot is happening on the planet right now and yeah as we go through all of these stories it will make more and more sense but basically my blissful experience in heaven has been interrupted by this present time where it was mandatory for me to be manifested here on earth to share this transfiguration revelation and knowledge for people to be able to awake spiritually but not just in terms of revelation but to really grow into the fullness of who they are meant to be and especially the fullness of their heavenly being so with that awareness in my spirit being in heaven i was sent to earth now on earth it took me let's say 13 years before i reconnected to that original purpose the purpose of which i was sent to earth consciously for me to have a conscious awareness of why I am actually here and what I was meant to do. I always had that awareness from, from, from a young age, but as you may also have experienced as human beings coming into this world, it also depends what your family is, what your surroundings are, the circumstances that you were born into, and others are more beneficial, more advantages than others to remember who you actually are and where you're coming from and why you're here and others are less beneficial. For me, I was born into the Christian, religious Christian environment and paradigm. That's what I was born into, which had benefits and disadvantages, like the benefits that I can say is simply that it helped me to reconnect to God, even though it was not the Heavenly Father, the source of everything, but I at least was put into an environment where I was confronted with that, where I had the ability or the opportunity to interact with God and the questions of life, etc., which helped me to stay on track, kind of 
Whereas if I wouldn't have been born into such an environment, maybe my journey may have taken longer to re-realize who I am and where I'm coming from and why I'm here for. So that was, these were the conditions I was born into. And then from, from there, I started already questioning life from a very, very early age. As I was brought to church um, by my parents, I was confronted with stories, with spiritual experiences, with people that were talking about God, the world, the, the Bible for, for, for the church people. So it was very easy for me to question life and if all of what I'm seeing, seeing and hearing is making sense. And I had multiple experiences where I got triggered. One in particular was where a preacher was preaching, the pastor, so-called pastor in the church, was preaching a message, which was a good message in, in that sense. And then at the same time, his conduct didn't match the message he was preaching. So that's where, the, for the first time, or that was the major moment where I, got, I had an internal conflict where beyond just questioning life and everything, I also started questioning what I was born into, Christianity as a whole, since that was my upbringing. So it's not that I'm making something up, it's not me trying to bash anyone or a religion, it's simply my story, my personal experience, where I got put into that context. And there were many things that didn't match up, and that's, where, that's what led me to question is that real? Why is the preacher preaching something and not living up to it? Like, why is he talking about God and then not matching that standard? So there were just many different things like that that didn't make sense to me. And that's why I mentioned before, at the age of 13, and mind you, I, I was in church, like I was literally born into church, like from, from the very early ages. But at age 13, that's when it, I finally broke out and I just couldn't take the discrepancies anymore and I was already fed up, fed up with uh, church in particular and almost also with life. But since I didn't explore all other areas of life or culture, I couldn't be fed up with life at that point. But since I was born into church, at 13, I have explored enough, had enough experiences to come to the conclusion that it doesn't make any sense for me to be there anymore. And basically at 13, I was ready to share my message, share my per perspective, especially at church, like I was amongst the youth uh, leaders and so on and so forth. And whenever there was an opportunity to share, I would kind of attack the system, as you can call it, right? Attack the, the church or the religious matrix I was in. And obviously, whenever you attack the matrix or the, the established system, you will always have the guardians of that system coming in your way, which also happened to me. And I basically left or had to leave <laughs> for my own security, so to speak. That was at 13. And then further down the line, I entered like what I personally call a phase of rebellion 
because basically I was looking for my heavenly father to be reconnected to my heavenly father because that's where I came from. I couldn't find him in church where they were preaching about him. So I think I ran into some daddy issues there where for about two years I was not like crazy in the world as you might hear or think or or believe but I was in the world in the sense where I just wouldn't bother about religion God spirituality and all of that I was also a professional athlete or I was to become a professional athlete so I would focus rather on these aspects of my life instead of the religious spiritual um, endeavors and realities that I was focusing on and passionate about so for about two years um, I was out of that zone I was focusing on my studies school at the time uh, my sports because I was about to become a professional athlete etc so I didn't do anything religious going to church etc and as time went by like again I'm talking about the period of two years that's where I also started questioning life as a whole so prior to that I was questioning the religious system that I was in but in these two years since I explored life as a whole more I also started questioning life and that was an instance because as a professional athlete uh, at my school it was like being already a, a early celebrity so to speak like I was like the, the I wouldn't say the main guy or something like that but I was quite popular at my school because I was playing for the local football club or soccer if you're watching me from the US and yeah it's like being that celebrity athlete um, baller at your school and like girls go crazy about you the guys respect you and so on and so forth so I was in that position and that simply allowed me to experience also the highs and lows or the ups and downs of life when you're successful when you're not successful for instance when I would perform well score goals and so on and so forth on the weekends so the on Monday when going back to school I would be celebrated elevated and people would talk good about me and everyone wanted to be around me and if I would mess up and not have a good performance people would avoid me so at a very young age I kind of have already lived a full life more or less or enough of life was lived where I already saw through the deceptions that were there because I didn't feel genuinely loved or appreciated. I didn't feel people really were into me because of me. It was more about a performance thing. It was more about benefiting from the status of someone. So that was something that already around 13 years old, I really understood on a deeper level which really started to put me on this in this dark space i would say internally emotionally emotionally and mentally so i had experienced that in the church i had experienced that in sports which is basically my my career and then there was another instance where i was still at school secondary school and it was also the moment where you had to choose a career path 
So I was also good at school. I had good grades and everything. So if I wanted, I could go to university, college and all that kind of all these kind of things. It's just that um, I wanted to focus on on the sports career since I also was good uh, at football or soccer. But you have these career advisors from school that help you to determine what your dream job is or what what are your best chances um, in the job market. So basically, we had a career coach that came at school and she was talking to all the, um, the students at, at school, the, at my classmates, and everyone went there, did a test, a personality test. And based on that personality test and your grade, they would evaluate what career path is best for you. So I did my, my test and everything. I presented my grades, which were good. And basically that career advisor looked me in the eye and told me, actually, you think with your abilities and your tests and everything, I think your best chances to make it in life is to become an electrician. That's my suggestion for you. I know some companies where you can go work to and have a good life and so on and so forth. And I looked at her. And I was just in disbelief, like, so I was put on earth and all you see in me is an electrician and not more. <laughs> and obviously it goes without saying that there was some racism in there and all that. But yeah, we don't have time for that. But that was also part of the conversation. And so that was my third area at a very young age that I was deeply deeply distressed about life and deeply disappointed. I had the religious system, Christianity, which failed me. I had sports, which failed me as well. And now I had the, let's say, the traditional career path for school, education, that failed me as well. So in these three areas, I could just witness and experience how Whatever they were talking about is a lie. It didn't make sense. And whenever I would question and ask intelligent questions because I actually cared, I, I'm someone that likes to understand things, I wouldn't get proper answers. I would either get beaten up, sconed, scoffed at, rejected, laughed at, and, and not taken serious. So that was my third <laughs> blow <laughs> in a row. And... This is where I had the what the hell moment and why am I on earth? Like as the title of this video, what the hell am I doing on earth? So after these three blows, that's the moment that I had. And I was in a very dark space at the age of 15 years old, where I was locked up in my room for three days and it was just dark. Like the windows were closed, the curtains were closed as well. And I was just in that dark space because I was literally questioning, meditating and reflecting upon who I am, why I am here. Because basically I projected myself at 70 years old, 80 years old, having gone through life. And mind you, I was 15 at the time. So I projected myself into the future, looked at life when I would be 80 years old, 
with the paths that were presented to me, which were Christianity, professional sports career, or a traditional professional career. And the end I could see <laughs> was not an encouraging end. And my conclusion, which I came to with my rational, logical, intelligent mind, was to take my life because I was rationalizing suicide being the best option out of this mess because I didn't, I literally didn't see any reason why I should be on earth. I was telling myself, why should I take a job, suffer for 40 years in a job that I won't be happy about, a nine to five, be blocked in an office or as an electrician somewhere on a construction site, work for 40 years, be unhappy, pay my debts and, and bills and then die. So that these were the, the options that were given to me. And I was simply, why do that if I can simply take my life now and just end it now? And if there is nothing beyond death, why should I suffer for 40 years and all do this, this circus for all this time and, and wait? So basically, I came to the conclusion that it would probably be best if I just take my life at 15 years old before even starting to get into the rat race and all of that, because I have already seen, I had already seen through the entire system. And I was just like, <laughs> there's no way on earth or in hell that I'm going to go through that. So I was looking for a way out before I even got in. And I was in that space for three days, as I was saying before, before I had that very deep experience which saved my life. And that's the reason also why I'm still here today. So basically, I was in my room, very dark space, inside and outside of myself, it was just dark. And suddenly, when I was asking myself, like, if there is no reason for me to be alive, no purpose for me to be alive. It was, it was just best for me to take my life. And that's the moment where I saw this bright light coming into my room. And at first it was so bright that I couldn't see any shape, any face, any form, nothing. So that light just came into my room and it's, it was as if I was looking into the sun where you don't, you just see brightness. And as I kept looking into this light, I started seeing a face and that light was starting to shape as a, as a being, as a person. And there was a voice suddenly coming from that light, which said, my son, it's time to come home. And I was just baffled looking at that, at that light or that person that, that, that was formed. And that voice continued saying, come back home and I will show you why you are here and that life has a purpose and that there is a life after death. These were literally the words I heard. And as you can imagine, even now I'm always getting emotional because I remember that moment. That's the moment that has kept me alive ever since. Because for me, there was no, 
no meaning, no sense, no purpose in this life. And I was literally ready to, to take my life because I, I saw through all the BS the world is throwing at us. The matrix, call it, I call it the fallen world, like everything is fallen. And when you see through that, there is literally no hope. What are you going to do in a fallen world? And that voice was calling me home. And later I understood that voice to be Jesus Christ or my heavenly father, as I, as I like to call him, because they're basically one. But as I was saying before, my relationship with the heavenly father was ever intact since ever. And I was looking for my heavenly father again, because as I was saying in the beginning, before coming to earth, I was already connected to my heavenly father. So while on earth, I had to reconnect to my heavenly father consciously. And it was basically my heavenly father calling me home. And I don't know for what reason exactly, but when that when my heavenly father was calling me home, I just understood home to be church. So I actually had to go back to church and it wasn't to connect to church or to religion or the Bible or a preacher or anything, but it was literally to connect to my heavenly father. It's just that it just so happens that every religion, every place, every, every industry has a piece of God. And since I was most familiar with the Christian piece or the, the Christian, the Christian part of, of the, yeah, the Christian part or the, the part of God that was hidden within Christianity, rather, I had to go there to reconnect to the truth that the piece of truth that was hidden within Christianity. So I did that. And that's where, let's say my conscious journey of being on earth started and I was reconnected to my heavenly purpose, my heavenly meaning of why I was put here. And then as I grew in consciousness, I started to remember more and more of the conversations that I had in heaven before arriving on earth and also my purposes of why I was here and, and, and what I was meant to do. And obviously everything made sense. And even though I had that very dark night of the soul, very dark because I was close to take my life, everything made sense again. And actually that darkness to a certain extent justifies why I'm here because I'm here to do something about it. So everything made sense. And even though I was in a very dark space, like this light really gave me the hope and the, the fire that I have, the passion that I have to live and to not die and be here and live my purpose, live my, my God-given assignment, which I'm planning to fulfill. And ever since, as I was sharing before, I simply grew into the knowledge of my Heavenly Father or re-grew, <laughs> understand the language, into the knowledge of my heavenly father growing closer to my heavenly father while being on earth and that came with a lot of experiences which is the reason why i was compelled by my heavenly father to start this diary this transfiguration diary or trans the transfigured diary and talk about my personal transfiguration journey so that you can learn 
the lessons and the secrets that I have gotten to to learn to use them for your own transfiguration journey to grow spiritually so today I mainly wanted to share with you how everything started what is my background why did I start this entire project and process of sharing my personal story with you it's simply because I am here to help people be transfigured and to share what I have learned along the way. And as I was said, I was compelled to be silent, but now is finally the time because we are in the right season. There is a spiritual awakening going on and I just showed up now so that we can connect together with the transfigured ones. If you are a transfigured one to grow together and to transfigure this creation together. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm sharing all of this. It's simply to reach out to you wherever you are, to connect together and to take on <laughs> the bull by the horns and to change up this world for the better and turn earth into heaven. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm sharing all of this. And I really hope that this inspired you to reconsider your life if you haven't so far or to reignite your fire, your passion for spiritual growth, for growing closer to your Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father. And yeah, to inspire you to, to start this journey of transfiguration. You might not know what this is all about. There are many, many things to share. Again, today we haven't even gotten into it. <laughs> but I can simply say after my reawakening on Earth, there were many, many different things that I experienced, like spiritual experiences, but very tangible, tangible physical experiences, like not airy-fairy, like a lot of miracles, a lot of signs, a lot of wonders that I have experienced and which are amazing. <laughs> so I am sure if you're the right person, if you're if I'm talking to you, a transfigured one, I know that you have gotten your lesson, your secret, your piece of information and knowledge that you needed on your journey right now. And I'm sure we will stay connected and keep in touch as I unveil my personal experiences, my transfiguration journey with you. And obviously, I'm also looking very much forward to hearing your stories, what you have been through, how this transfiguration journey is going for you. Again, I'm all about connecting to the transfigured ones, build a community together, come together and strategize how we can transfigure creation together. Because yes, we are humans. Yes, it's about helping people, helping human beings. But the ultimate goal is also to take the planet with us, our surroundings, our environments, the animals. Like there, there are so many things to do and we can start with humans, but the end goal doesn't stop with the human beings only. It's also about transfiguring creation. And for that, we can only do this together. So I'm really much looking forward to connect to you. And one way to do that is to join our transfigured community where like-minded beings from all over the world, all kinds of backgrounds are coming together 
around this transfiguration growth process to grow together, to connect together, and ultimately to create together, to create this new transfigured creation that we are talking about. And if you have questions about transfiguration, what it is, what I'm actually meaning by it, feel free to comment below, uh, reach out, shoot a message, or you can also find like my other channels together with my wife Marlon on YouTube, where we share a lot of different things about transfiguration. So feel free to check the links in the description, in the show notes, and I'm very much looking forward to our next conversation. Take care. I was Daniel Caleb. In truth, I was that which I have chosen to be. Who are you? Who have you chosen to be?